A big part of what makes us who we are is made up of our habits that we operate from every single day. If we have habits that keep us feeling stuck, we'll feel stuck. But if we have habits that slowly move us towards who we want to be, we'll feel that too. Before we even think about habits that can help you feel more like yourself, we must first talk about what habits that are getting in the way of that. So let's talk about five habits that keep you from feeling like yourself, shall we? Welcome back to the Momfully You podcast. I'm Chastity, mom therapist and coach over on momfullyyou.com, helping you be good at being you. And I just wanted to say thank you for being here with me. Thank you for inviting me on your errands and your runs, whatever it is that you're doing as you tune into this podcast. If you're looking for more in-depth support from me, you can find me in my online community, Momfully You Academy. And I am just so grateful that we're going to be talking about habits today. And these habits that are, or might be, right, keeping you from feeling like yourself, Nobody wants to feel like we're just marching to some drum that we have no clue why it's on, who turned it on in the first place. We want to feel like ourselves. We want to feel like we have a little bit more control in the things that are happening in our day-to-day life. So habits is how we get there. So I have to tell you that for about three to four weeks, there was this random alarm on my phone that kept going off. I couldn't figure out where this alarm came from, who said it. Obviously, I said it, but I didn't know. I didn't know when I said it, why I said it. But every single day at 2 p.m., this alarm kept going off. And so I would see the alarm. For some odd reason, I didn't turn it off. I would just hit snooze. Have you done that before? You have an alarm on your phone. Instead of like turning it off, you just hit snooze. Well, that's what I did. I hit snooze. In that moment, I would see it, hit a few buttons, going about my day, right? Well, one day I was in a meeting, a very important meeting, and this alarm, two o'clock, showed up as she faithfully did every day for the last couple of weeks. (laughs) It went off. It was very inconvenient. I was embarrassed. I had to apologize. (laughs) And I thought, Why in the world did I not just turn this alarm off in the first place, right? I was thinking about why I went so long with just hitting snooze. It hit me that I had developed a habit. I had developed a habit of hitting snooze instead of doing what probably would have been more helpful, which was turning it off, right? And my goodness, did it make me think about the unexplained, unhealthy, undeserving habits that we develop in our lives. Oftentimes, we are faced with moments just like this, these small moments to make small adjustments. And if we're not careful, we can skip over them and remain in a habit loop, right? It's just, I don't know why I'm doing this. It's something that I've always done. It's something that I've done since I've become a mom. That's, this is just my life now. I don't like the way I feel when I do this, or I don't like that this is a part of my life, but I just kind of, I'm stuck in this loop, right? And it's just turning and turning and turning. So this can be true about anything, but I think it can be especially true for motherhood. So let's talk about 
these five habits that are getting in the way of you feeling like yourself and are keeping you kind of stuck in this habit loop. The first one that comes to my mind is not having a plan. So in the self-care reimagined life class that I taught um, earlier this year, I talked about the importance of having a plan, and I'll never forget it. One of the mamas that was attending, she commented and she said, it just hit me that I'm going to have to put some effort into taking care of myself. (laughs) And I said, yeah, like that's the part that we don't really want to hear. Like we know, we know it requires for us to do something to to kind of put some more effort into it, but we don't want to, right? Because it's never been this hard before. But if we can create a plan, if we can come up with a routine that helps us in a healthy way, that habit of having a plan and us going by that plan, that actually can help us, right? But when we don't have a plan and we're just showing up to life, whatever comes up, comes up. Whatever happens, happens. It's just going to be what it is type of day, right? That can lead to us feeling anxious about our days. It could lead to us feeling stuck and like we don't have a choice. On last week's episode, I talked about you indeed do have a choice, right? But if you don't have a plan, you don't kind of um, sit down, write it out, think it out, think it out, you might think, nah, I'm just here. I'm just going to be here, right? So not having a plan can absolutely be a habit that is not serving you well. The other thing that comes to mind is feeling your day up without breaks. Now, I know that the mom life is a trill life, okay? There are lots of things going on every second of the day. If you're not physically doing something, you are mentally doing something. You're thinking about the next doctor's appointment. You're thinking about what you need to take to this person. You're thinking about all of these things or you're actually doing those things. And again, what happens is if you're feeling yourself or feeling your day rather up with all of these physical and mental things, you can easily run yourself to a point of burnout where you're doing too much all at once and you don't, you're not creating those breaks within your day. And so filling your day up can be a bad habit for you because you aren't creating that pause. You aren't creating that, I need to sit down, take a break. I need to create some mental space in my day that just allows me to woosah. <laughs> that allows me to not be so consumed with the different choices that I have to make. I understand that this is a very difficult thing to do, but maybe practicing, maybe you can set an alarm, speaking of alarms, maybe you can set an alarm um, that you will dedicate three minutes every three hours of the day to stop what you're doing and take a seat or stop what you're doing and practice some mindfulness. So you're just bringing yourself back to the present moment, whether you're keeping your eyes gazed on a picture that's in the room, if you're thinking about the smells of what you're cooking or just something that brings you back right to the to the present moment, but creating these breaks in your day, because when you're filling your day up to the brim, you're walking yourself slowly to a moment of burnout. That's just not a healthy habit that you want to keep up long term. 
The third habit that comes to my mind is constant consumption. Now, I'm typically thinking about things like scrolling on social media or watching the news or always just trying to fill your mind up with information. Um, Now, there definitely are times when it's helpful, right, for you to be connected to other people, for you to be connected to information that is going to help you. But if you are always in this mode of having some type of screen in front of you or downloading information um, to you, that can become very overwhelming. And it also doesn't create much space for you to actually get that information out of you, right? So you're learning about things. So say you're listening to this podcast and I'm giving you um, helpful tips and strategies, right? You're just listening. You're downloading, you're listening, right? But if you never take the time to actually say, all right, so step one, this is what I'm going to do, and then create a plan for that, right? That information is just sitting on you, or that screen time is just, you know, a a part of the, the minutes that are passing by. So having this like constant consumption, constant scrolling, constantly being in tune um, with the news, those things can kind of clog up your time and gradually form this kind of unhealthy habit for you. All right, so the fourth habit I can think about is not having an outlet for emotional, intellectual, spiritual, physical, all of the O's um, in your life. It kind of goes back to the constant consumption thing, but I'm thinking also things like there, there's so much that goes on throughout our day. So many moments that we can develop frustration, anger, sadness, disappointment, right? So many opportunities in our day where those emotions might come up. And if we're not processing it and getting it out, talking to a friend, journaling, setting up a therapy appointment, right? All of that starts to kind of pile up on the inside of us. And if we don't have that outlet to get it out, right? If we don't have a way to move our bodies physically, whether that is two minutes two hours, right? Whatever you have the time and energy for. But having that outlet or not having that outlet can really put you in a place where you're just kind of holding on to stuff, right? You're holding on to those emotions. You're holding on to those toxic thoughts about who you believe that you are. You're holding on to those unrealistic expectations that you think you should be following up with. You're holding on to um, all of this knowledge that could be served in a better way outside of your mind, right? You might have some big beautiful dreams and ideas between your two ears. They are great, but they are not serving you the best, only kept between those two ears, right? There has to be a time where you're getting this information out, where you're processing your emotions, where you're moving your body, you're practicing your spirituality, you are tapping into some intellectual things, you're getting those things out of you. So not having it out outlet for all of those O's, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, or physical needs that can form um, a, a negative habit. So the fifth thing that I think about when it comes to those habits that keep you from feeling like yourself, and it probably is the biggest one, and that is the belief that you always have to be doing more. So this is It's not as tangible as the other 
habits are. And that's why it makes it a little sneaky. And I think it also makes it the biggest one, right? Because we can't see it. We can't see the belief that's lingering around in our minds telling us that's not enough. Oh, you should keep doing that. You should be doing something else. That's not the best, right? That belief that comes up and tries to take away those moments of quietness, stillness, those breaks, those um, taking a pause from consuming content and information, right? That can fill up your day to where you are always, again, in that habit loop of like, I need to do more, so I'm going to do it, right? (laughs) I feel bad about doing more, so I'm just going to go find something else to do. (sighs) If only we could get in the habit of believing the opposite, that what I have done and who I am is enough. I don't always have to be doing more, right? So these habits, not having a plan, filling up your day without breaks, having constant moments of consuming information, whether that's scrolling on social media, watching the news, all of those types of things, right? Not having an outlet for your emotional, intellectual, or spiritual, or physical needs. And then lastly, believing that you always have to do more. Those are habits that we need to kick to the curb, okay? Bye-bye. I don't want to see you. (laughs) You are not serving me well, right? But here is the funny thing that's actually not so funny about these habits, We strive with all we have to create daily habits that look the total opposite of this for our children, right? We put them on schedules and routines almost to the point where we know when they're going to blink next. It's like, oh, got it. Who's going to blink? I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) We highly encourage naps and rest time because we know the importance of um, not doing, doing, doing all day, but taking some time to rest and relax, right? We also strive to get their bodies moving and doing activities that don't always involve screen time. So if screen time is a part of their lives, we also find the importance of them getting that inner energy out of them, right? We ask them questions about how they're doing, And we also help them problem solve throughout the day. And when we see them trying to do too much.com, we interrupt and we say, hey, I can help you with that. Or why don't you ask someone else to help you with that, right? And yet, it can be so hard for us to do those things for ourselves. So those habits that we talked about, the ones that you don't promote your kids to do, right? Those things pull us into that loop of survival mode. And that is not where we want to be. That swaying, wherever comes up, comes up. That's not where we want to be. Okay. So today I encourage you to evaluate what unhelpful habits you have going on right now. And if it's hard for you to identify what those unhelpful habits might be, I encourage you to ask yourself, what am I doing for my kids that I am not doing for myself and why? So again, that question is, what am I doing for my kids that I am not doing for myself and why? I am teaching about creating sustainable habits, yes, even on the busy mom schedule in Maya this month. We are a few days away from starting our 14-day habit challenge, and I am just 
so thrilled to see the transformation that's going to come from these mamas doing the work. It is not too late for you to join us on creating sustainable habits for yourself. If you want to be a part of this, you can find your invitation to join us in the show notes. Until next time, take care.